the explosive new film, Flynn, Deliver the Truth, Whatever the Cost, exposes secrets behind the government's takedown of General Michael Flynn. Flynn knew what the intel world had been up to. He ordered the first audit of the use of contractors. This set off alarm bells. He told the truth. He was the most dangerous person for Donald Trump to hire. They had to get rid of Flynn. Flynn, Deliver the Truth, Whatever the Cost. Available now. Watch it today. Go to SalemNow.com. SalemNow.com. Are you ready for the word? Praise him. This is Pastor Pearson of Word of Faith Christian Center here in sunny San Antonio, Texas. A Bible-believing, Bible-teaching church where Jesus Christ is Lord and you'll never be bored. I want to welcome all of you back to our radio broadcast that I pray is being a blessing to you and yours. So sit back and relax as I bring a message from the Word of God just for you. But please, please, please have an ear to hear what the Lord is about to say. Because if you do, I guarantee that you'll be blessed today. So without further ado, let me bring today's message to you. We're sharing a powerful message with you that's called Pathways to Increase Intimacy with God. Thanks to God, a door of opportunity has been opened to all of us who are born again to have a close, intimate, personal relationship with our Father God. But unfortunately, although that opportunity is made available to all of us, not many of us have and enjoy the kind of close, intimate relationship with God that He wants. One of the reasons why is because many of us don't know how to increase our intimacy with Him. There are things that the Word of God says that we can do to increase the intimacy between God and me and you. There are pathways that each and every one of us can follow that'll get us to the place where we have the kind of close, intimate relationship with God that He desires to have with us. So come on, let's learn about some of those pathways that'll tell us how to get there. That is, into a closer, more intimate relationship with God. So, without further ado, let me bring today's message to you. It's called Pathways to Increase Intimacy with God. But before I do, I got a question to ask you. Are you ready for the word? Because ready or not, here it comes. God is intending to make folk close, sons. Time of the distance is over. God, God wants us drawn closer to him. Because unfortunately, the church of living God has been filled with too many remote sons, not enough close sons, too many distant sons. Praise God. Not enough intimate sons. Well, God's intention is for us is to draw nigh to him that we might become the close sons that he desires us to. Close sons like he's planned for me and you. Turn over to James chapter four, please. Close sons is what God expects of me and you. Jesus Christ died for that to be able to happen for me and you. But unfortunately, many of us have been too far away, not abiding by what God's word has to say, choosing not to live out the life that he's got planned for me and you. Well, that was before. That's no longer me and you. Because we're accepting the invitation that God has extended to me and you to draw closer to him. James chapter 4, verse 7 says, submit yourselves, therefore, to God. Resist the devil and he will flee from you. Draw nigh to God, and he will draw nigh to you. What a promise. But look what else he says. Cleanse your hands, ye sinners, and purify your hearts, ye double-minded. See, the Lord desires us to draw nigh to him. But we've been finding out that one of the results of intimacy with God is sinlessness. So that when we can be able to live out this life that God intended us to be able to live out when he sent his son for me and you. Because a great exchange was made on the cross, praise God. And those of us who received Jesus Christ and what he did for us on the cross, where he took upon our sinfulness and we took upon, supposed to have taken upon his sinlessness. 
He took upon our righteousness, which was as a filthy rag, and we took upon his righteousness, which was in right standing with God. Well, we are the righteousness of God in Christ Jesus, those of us who have been born again. But yet there's another part of this that needs to be done by those of us who are righteous, and that is that we need to take on the lifestyle of Jesus Christ. We're supposed to be taking his lifestyle too, which means the same life he lived is the one that's supposed to be lived by me and you. That's why God said over in Ephesians chapter 5, he said, be ye imitators of him, followers of him. That's what the word followers means is imitators. Be ye imitators of him as dear children and walk in love just like he walked in love. He loved his father with everything that he had. He loved him with all his heart and all his soul and all his might. And that's the way we should do too. Because if the truth is anywhere near told, most of us are kind of cold when it comes to the things of God. Oh, when it comes time to getting what we want, we are on fire for that, praise God. But when it comes to living out what he wants us to live out, we ain't really interested in all of that. But that's before, that ain't no more. Because God is raising up a people who are on fire for God. Who want to live out what God has in store for them. Who intend to live out what God has in store for them. Who are going to live out what God has in store for them. Who shall be everything that God intends for them to be. And live it out to the full. I ain't talking no bull. I'm talking about live it out to the full. Because God's raising up a remnant of people that's about to do that. He's talking about us. We are the people that's going to live out what God has in store for us. We're the ones that's going to do what he told us to do. We're going to resist the devil like he's been teaching us over years to do. We're going to draw nigh to God like he's been inviting me and you to do so that he can draw nigh to me and you. And we're going to cleanse our hands. And we're going to purify our hearts so that we can stop being double-minded about what God has in store for me and you because a double-minded man should expect to receive nothing from God. Zip, zero, zilch. Not a single thing. That's what it is that they're going to see. And a lot of people believe in that God's word isn't true for me, you and me, because I don't see all that manifesting that God said would manifest. That's because you ain't did all of what he said do. And part of that is cleanse your hands and purify your hearts like it is he told you to. God wants us to cleanse our hands and purify our hearts so that we can then live out this thing the way he desires us to and be able to live this thing out like God plans for me and you. Because if we do what God tells us to do, my God, my God, he's going to come through and do for me and you every single thing that he said he's going to do. Turn with me, please, to the book of Jeremiah, chapter 4. Jeremiah, chapter 4. Because the Father intends for us to be able to live out this thing the way we're supposed to. And experience all that it is that he's got planned for me and you. Those thoughts of good and not of evil to give us an expected end like he plans for me and you. Well, we need to do something so he can do what he said he'll do. Jeremiah chapter 4. We're going to look at verse 14. It reads, O Jerusalem, wash thine heart from wickedness, that thou mayest be saved. How long shall thy vain thoughts lodge within thee? He says to us, O Jerusalem, he's talking about us. He said, wash thine heart. From wickedness. That word wickedness is the word in the Hebrew raw, which is talking about evil. It's speaking of evil in all of its manifestations. God needs us to wash our hearts of the evilness that is within us. Not in us like as in we are evil because we are born again. 
but in our hearts, there are things that ought not be there. Thoughts that are Satan has placed up in there that should not be there. And so God needs us to get rid of that stuff so that we can then have opportunity to be able to live out what he has in store for me and you. He said, O Jerusalem, wash thine heart from wickedness that thou mayest be saved. But then he goes on and says, how long shall thy vain thoughts lodge within thee? How long shall thy vain thoughts lodge within thee? Now, that's incredible because, unfortunately, many of us have the, 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 the vain thoughts that are lodging within us. That word vain right there means strictly nothingness. Strictly nothingness. The inference is that, that we think what we're doing is something good, but we find out later it's nothing. That we think that what we're doing is good, but we find out later it's nothing. See, that is that vain thought. That was nothing. A thought that made you think that you were doing something, but you find out later you, ain't, you wasn't doing nothing. Come on, don't look at me like you don't know what I'm talking about. Many of us, when we was a little bit younger, we thought we was cool. Find out later we a fool. Thought we was doing something and found out we was doing nothing. We was walking around trying to wear the latest clothes, praise God, and trying to get somebody else out their clothes. Don't look at me like you don't know what I'm talking about. Praise God. But we found out that all that it is that we invested in them and they invested it up in us turned out to be nothing. Why? Because we had thoughts on the inside of us that was not God. That we were living according to concepts, precepts, and ideas that we thought was what we ought to do. But then we find out later that didn't bring any benefit to me and you. If anything, it wasted our time, wasted our dime, and be able to step into a, a, a future that God never planned to be yours and mine. Whereas we end up with, with a lot of heartache and other things on the inside of us that we ought not do. Why? Because of these vain thoughts that was on the inside of me and you. Well, God said, I need you to get rid of those thoughts. Those vain thoughts. See, it comes from an unused word. That word vain comes from an unused root word that means properly to pant. To pant. Hence, it means to exert oneself, usually in vain. Which means these thoughts have us doing things that cause us to go through a lot of effort and strenuous activity and then end up with nothing later on down the line. See, God wants you to accomplish things, to achieve things, to receive things. So what he's going to tell you things to do are things that's going to have efficacy, the ability to be able to bring the desired result to you that God has for you. But Satan wants to fill your head with something else other than what God said so that you can waste your days, waste your time, waste your life doing something else that's out of line with what it is that God said to do so that you can then be able to look back later on down the line after you go through your whole life and see nothing. So that you, the powerful person that God intended you to be, would never be the powerful person that God ever intended to be. And whereas you were supposed to be the one that would defeat the enemy, you was instead defeated by the enemy where he played you. And caused you to do in your life everything in opposite of what he wants you to do. The Bible in basic English, it renders this verse this way. It says, O Jerusalem, make your heart clean from evil so that you may have salvation. How long are evil purposes to have a resting place in you? How long will these evil purposes have a resting place in you? Unfortunately, it's true that on the inside of many believers, evil has found a resting place. It's called your heart. Evil has found a resting place. It's called your heart. 
Well, the same question should be posed to the children of God. Child of God, how long are evil purposes to have a resting place in you? How long? How long will evil thoughts and evil purposes be able to find a resting place with you where they're not even scared to be in you? They're not even agitated, but they can be able to just sit back and relax because they know they found a resting place in you. Thoughts that are all wrong. Thoughts that should never even be there. But they found a place up in there. And they are resting and relaxing on the inside of you because they feel safe on the inside of you. Because there's no attempt by the person in which they reside to get them out of them so that they don't think like that no more and, can, and, and continue to do what they should not do. See, evil thoughts and evil purposes should not have a resting place in us. Evil thoughts and evil purposes should not have a resting place in us. See, evil thoughts and evil purposes, purposes should have no place in, in us. Why? Because they have no place in God. And it's in him that we live and move and have our very being. So if it's in him that we live and have our very being and we living in him and it's in us, something wrong with that. Because it ought not be in us. See, that's because we, children of God, are people who've been regenerated by him to be like him. Come on, Deuce. We've been regenerated. We've been changed. We got God's DNA now. And so since we, we, since we children of God now, we ought to start acting like it. I said we ought to start acting like it. Mm-hmm. Well, the reverse is equally as true. If wickedness is not left in our hearts, then we won't continue in sin. The reason why we continue in sin is because we've allowed wicked thoughts to be able to have a, a resting place on the inside of us. Evil thoughts to be able to have a resting place on the inside of us. And because of that, we can't be saved like we're supposed to be. Now, we've been saved in relationship to we're on our way to heaven and, you know, with a mighty burning fire and we're glad about it. Praise God. We're on our way to heaven and we're glad about it. Oh, yeah, that's true. But I'm talking about here on earth. That word saved right there means to be open, wide or free. To be open, wide or free. God has a, a life for you that's supposed to be like wide open. Praise God. Amen. To be able to be lived out the way it's supposed to be lived. On full throttle, living out the life like it's supposed to be. Whereas you can be able to move quickly into the things that God's got planned for you. Whereas you are free to be able to live out the life that God has in store for you and me. But unfortunately, these wicked thoughts have found a place inside of us and they've lodged on the inside of us. That word lodge right there means to stop. They've stopped on the inside of us. Not that they came and then got ushered out or came and got ushered out, but they came and they stayed. In fact, by implication, it means to stay permanently. Well, if they've taken up residence on the inside of me and you, whereas these thoughts are just been inside of us so long that sometimes we actually think it's me and you. Because, you know, as a man thinketh in his heart. Yeah, so, so we think that's you and me. But it really ain't you. It's you responding to a thought that's in you that should have never been in you. Because you know Satan's devices, his trickery, chicanery, his plans, the schemes, the things he's plotting against me and you. We found out it renders down to a word called thoughts. So that Satan can get a thought on the inside of you. Because if he can get a on the inside of you, he will... Control you with that thought for the rest of the days of your life. That's why God said, I need you to cleanse your hearts. I need you to purify your hearts. 
Because there's some stuff up on the inside of you that ought not be there, causing you to be a different you than, than I intended for you. So that instead of living this life saved like you're supposed to, then we live it like we're still bound up, no longer wide open, but we are trapped up and can't move forward into what God has in store for us. That ought not be, brothers and sisters. Not when God paid such a heavy price to be able to set us free. We've been regenerated. See, evil thoughts and evil purposes should be removed from anybody in whom they've been found. It should be removed from anybody in whom they've been found, especially if the evil thoughts and evil purposes are found in us, God's children. Which means if we locate anything on the inside of us that is not what God said, we ought to get that thing up out of us. Because that was the reason why Jesus became dead, to be able to set me and you free from that thing. So we should be doing everything we can to be free from that thing. That is, if we're going to be intimate sons. That is, we're going to be intimate sons who walk with God. If we're going to be intimate sons who walk with God, this is how you do what you got to do. But if you want to stay a remote son, well, then you just stay you. That's because there's no room for evil thoughts or evil purposes to find a resting place in us because the love of God and and, and and the love for our father dwells so big on the inside of us. See, when the love of God and the love for your God dwells big on the inside of you, then evil thoughts, evil ways will not find a resting place in you. Ain't no room in you. Because you're too full with the love of God. You're too full with the love of God. That's why the Lord said, love the Lord thy God with all thy heart. Well, see, if all of it is filled with the love of God, ain't no room for nothing else. With all thy soul. If it's all the way up in your soul, then you ain't got no way to think about nothing else. And all of your mind, praise God, your decision-making process, every decision will be made based on what God said to you and your love for God that you want to live out to. And all your strength, which means all your energy, all your efforts and everything else will only be to do what God said do. No wonder he said, I need you to purify your heart and get that, get that evil thought up out of the inside of you. Turn to Psalms number 119, please. We're going to look at stanza number 111. Now, some of God, sons of God, who are intimate sons like us, love God too much to have anything to do with any thought that we find out are vain thoughts. I said, sons of God who are intimate sons of God, like us, love God way too much to have anything to do with any thought that we find out are vain thoughts. If we find out is a vain thought, then that's the last we got to do with that. Psalms number 119, stanza number 11. It says, thy testimonies have I taken as a heritage forever, for they are the rejoicing of my heart. They are the rejoice. We get excited about hearing the word of God. We get excited about hearing what it is that God will do for me and you. We get excited about how it is that we find out that God come through. We get excited about every word that we hear from God, including the words that tell us that we think it's something we all not think. We rejoice about that just like we rejoice about that money. We rejoice about that just like we about to rejoice about getting a brand new honey. We rejoice about that just like we're about to get a brand new car. We rejoice about that because this is what's going to let us be able to go far. We rejoice about it. Stanza number 111 says, thy testimony have I taken as a heritage. That word heritage right there means something inherited. Something inherited. See, when something is inherited, it is valuable. 
When something is inherited, it's something valuable. Can I, can I talk? It's one thing to be able to purchase something. It'll mean something to you because you gave up something for that. But it's a whole other thing when you inherit something. You will hold on to that. Because it has meaning to it that you couldn't give to it. It had meaning to it that somebody else could only give to it. Somebody died that you might have this. Somebody died that you might have this. And the word that we get a chance to be able to live out, that word that only God can give out, is something that he died for us to be able to have. He died for us to be able to get this, this wisdom and knowledge on the inside of me and you. He died to be able to set us free from those thoughts that was once on the inside of me and you. He died for that. And you're supposed to take the testimonies of God, the word of God, as, a, as something that you inherited. It is valuable. Hallelujah. I got, I got this thing over my house. Praise God. It's a turtle. Praise God. Because my mother used to like turtles. Praise God. She had turtles everywhere. Praise God. Hallelujah. She had all kind of brass turtles, you know, dirt turtles with diamonds in it. My brother got those. Praise God. You know, he beat, he beat me to him. You know, he got, she had tur- turtles all out, everything. I got one turtle that she, that she had. Praise God. But if you come over my house and look at it, bless that little turtle heart. One foot broke off, but I got it sitting right near it. So I sat that there and I put the other turtle foot right there. And the turtle foot be like right next to it. It ain't, it ain't the same color it was when she had it. Praise God. It's, it's a little worn right now. Praise God. But that's all right with me. Because that was my mother's turtle. And so as long as I remember that that was my mother's turtle, I value that turtle. It sits in every place I've lived since then. I have to, you know, look for the other foot sometime. Praise God. <laughs> Set it up near there. Praise God. But there it is. And my mother's turtle. Praise God. I got an old house coat at the house. Praise God. Old house coat. Praise God. Old, old. Look at her nodding her head. Old, old house coat. It's even been suggested to me. You know, you know, you really need a new house coat. Praise God. I get other house coats, but that one I keep. Because that one was on my father's back. And so as long as I live, I wear that one. I put it on from time to time. Be reminded of the father that was mine. The one that's been heaven today. Yeah, in terms of cloth, might not seem like nothing. In terms of form, really might not seem like nothing. But in terms of value, it means everything to me. Because that was my father's. These are my father's. And my brothers. He gave me this as a heritage. I'm supposed to value this. This means a lot to me. Does that make sense? Well, that's all that we have time for today. I hope that you were blessed for what the Word of God had to say. I hope that you learned a little bit more about the intimate relationship that God wants to have with us. I hope even more that you're learning about the pathways that we can take to have that increased intimacy that God wants to have with us. So let's believe God's word is true and let's walk along the pathway to increase intimacy with God that his word laid out for me and you. If you want to hear the message in its entirety, 
Just contact the church office at area code 210-785-9238. That's area code 210-785-9238. Or write us at Word of Faith Christian Center, 1928 Bassett Road in San Antonio, Texas, 78213. We'd be more than glad to get it out to you ASAP. But it's always best when you can get it live. So if you're in or visiting San Antonio or surrounding areas, come on by and see us. Word of Faith Christian Center is located at 1928 Bassey Road in San Antonio, Texas, between West and Blanco. Service times are Wednesdays at noon, Thursday evenings at 6.45, Saturday afternoons at 4.30, and Sunday mornings at 8 and 11. If you don't have transportation and you're in need of a ride, we'll come and get you. We have a VIP transportation service that's available for every service. We'll pick you up, bring you to the church, and then drop you off at home after it's over. Just call the church office and arrange a ride. If you need a ride, we'll be glad to come and get you. So come on through. You'll be blessed when you do. I guarantee you. And to all the sisters in San Antonio and surrounding areas, we have something for you to do, especially if your New Year's resolution was to get closer to God. We invite all the sisters in San Antonio and surrounding areas to come out to our Blessed Women of God Breakfast Fellowship this Saturday morning. It's an all-you-can-eat breakfast at the Brothers from Word of Faith, prepare for the sisters of Word of Faith. That's the best breakfast in town. It's one of my sisters that you don't want to turn down. Then after we feed you naturally, we're going to feed you spiritually too. With a powerful word from God, straight from heaven, just for the sisters. That's including you. There's no charge, but a free will offering will be taken. It starts at 9.30 a.m. sharp and it ends at 12 noon. Don't be late, just if you want to play. Child care is provided at no charge. Need a ride? VIP transportation service is available for this too. Don't miss this awesome opportunity to allow the brothers from Word of Faith to treat you like the queens you are by preparing for you and serving you a breakfast fit for the royalty you are. So come on through. Bring a couple sisters with you when you do. You'll be so glad you did, and they will too. So come on through and let us be a blessing to you at the Blessed Women of God Breakfast Fellowship this Saturday morning at Word of Faith SA. I guarantee you that you'll be blessed. Don't forget to tune in to our broadcast tomorrow for more of this life-changing word we have in store for you. Call a neighbor, call a friend, tell them to tune in. But when you do, know that we're going to ask the same question of you. That is, are you ready for the word? Y'all stay blessed. See you tomorrow. Three-star general, Michael J. Flynn, head of the Pentagon Intelligence Agency, knew all the government's dirty secrets. He was one of the most respected generals in the military. Flynn knew what the intel world had been up to. He understood its funding. He ordered the first audit of the use of contractors. This set off alarm bells. The explosive new documentary, Flynn, deliver the truth, whatever the cost, and covers the facts behind this scandal. Flynn told the truth. He was the most dangerous person for Donald Trump to hire. I find out the worst enemy that I'm going to face in my life is right here in America. They took my assessment and they wanted me to change it. I was like, I'm not changing it. They had to get rid of Flynn. With in-depth interviews, archival footage, and never-before-seen personal records to the man behind the headlines. I just felt like I was drowning. Flynn. Deliver the truth, whatever the cost. Available now. Watch it today. Go to salemnow.com. salemnow.com.